Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. MGP 483. I'm Kevin. With me as ever, the Sheepdog Anna and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. 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 Hello from my new giant Snorlax that has come home from Pokemon World Championships with me today. I say giant. He's regular size. It was the biggest one they had. They sold out of all the really big obnoxious stuff. I was really disappointed. Apart from the really, really big obnoxious stuff that's like 500 quid that I thought Anna would yell at me if have I brought home checked, a 500 pound one. Have you checked its bum for zips? I haven't. Mm, Should I? It could, be, it could be a ditto in disguise as a Snorlax. I've got one that uh, sits behind me. It looks like a Snorlax, but if you unzip its butthole... It's actually a ditto. I'll be pretty upset if it's a ditto. I, I feel like I've paid Snorlax money, not ditto money for this thing. So, <laughs> yeah, It has the face of a Snorlax. I saw your picture earlier. Um, it should. I'd be surprised if dittos have, have gained the ability to look more convincing. They, they purposely have a little smiley face on them if they're a ditto. That's all right, then. The picture of me and Snorlax sat in the car on the way home that Anna only just saw about an hour ago because she clearly doesn't follow my Twitter in enough detail. <laughs> outrage um I got, I... I got stuck in a traffic jam getting into a service station on the way home with that snorlax strapped in next to me <laughs> and then a school teachery woman wandered over and said are you looking to and she came in doing the signal to wind down my window are you looking to park or are you looking to leave and she just wanted to stand there talking at me to try and be a busybody and move traffic around and i'm not listening to a word she's saying just thinking can i move the snorlax has she noticed it yet do do I do I mention it? And it's just sat there next to me, seatbelt on, minding its own business, having a lovely time. She didn't acknowledge it. I wonder if she saw it. She might have just assumed that, like, you have little kids or something. I mean, I, I would have assumed you had little but kids, but not in and the car there. with me. No, like, yeah, I just assumed that you, you, it was a, a, a throwback. Um, I'd have probably acknowledged it up front in a really, really awkward way. You know, what I'm like, I'd have just been like, oh, sorry, one second. Just need to, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd have just moved it away. I'd have just made a point of covering its ears or something. I just need to move this you, into the back. You seat. would have covered the Snorlax's ears. <laughs> I think that would have made things worse. Well, yeah, it wouldn't, I it wouldn't have made any sense. To clarify, I wasn't upset about the Snorlax hearing what the woman had to say. <laughs> you may have misunderstood the point of my story. I would have just done something to acknowledge it was there and act like. It wasn't part of the conversation, <laughs> and and that would have been enough for me to not feel awkward. I'd have just been like, "Oh, I'm putting him in the back," and that would have been it. I don't know. Just got to clear this seat. I'm picking someone up. That's probably what I'd have said, thinking fast there. 
I mean, you didn't think that fast. You you spent more time talking than she spent stood at my window. So you weren't thinking fast enough, I'm afraid. Yeah. I'd have just said I'm just coming in here to get this fella a sandwich and pat him on the belly. There's another way you could have handled it. I just didn't acknowledge him. Mm. And I, I just, I'm just going to assume she either didn't see him or didn't want to know. Two different people told me that at this event you could get literally any Pokemon you could think of. To the first person, I said, oh, let me know if they've got a Lapras and they didn't have any. And yeah, that's person... absolutely not true. I went in there searching for a Giraffe rig. Nope. Yeah. It was, bearing in mind, I went in on day three of the event. So day one on Wednesday, it was your, your typical four or five hour queues. It looked like an absolute nightmare, but they had all the stuff. Yesterday... The queues were a little bit smaller, but there were rumours starting to come out that a lot of the stuff had gone. Today, no queues at all. Not very many people there because there's a train strike and a tube strike on. So only really committed losers who decided, despite already having a train ticket, they decided they would drive down and spend £20 to park at the XL plus pay the congestion charge to get to the XL. Only people like me were there today. No queues at all, but also very little in the way of any of the exclusive stuff the only thing i managed to get is as uh, an event exclusive was a set of damage counters and uh, a special coin in a little box there was none of the little pikachu dressed up like mr london boy nothing like that and the selection of pokemon plushies was pretty disappointing like i say none of the big stuff was left and of the little stuff there wasn't much choice. There was a lot of repetition across the different areas. I went in there to hunt a giraffe rig. I did not see a giraffe rig. And for that, I am very upset. I, 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 well, you said to me, like, oh, get down here now. And I was like, look, I, I looked at this yesterday, say, when, when one of my friends was there. And I'm not sure what I would have got from it because I've got a mountain of plushies already. Um, a few people sent me pictures of their swag that did look cool. But was it mostly people playing the card game, which would have been obviously up your street? No, there was but... there was every, everything there. So there was, in the, once you walk in, you know how you walk in the XL, you have the main like horror thing. Because I didn't have a ticket to the event. So I just literally went down to go to the Pokemon Center and <laughs> oh, soak God. up a little bit of the atmosphere. So I didn't go into the main play area at all. Uh, but in the little central area, there was a couple of, real life poker stops that they'd built for the pokemon go lot um there was a like massive inflatable pikachus that were gyms and stuff i'm looking at the screenshot i sent you earlier i don't know how much pokemon go stuff there normally is at the xl but there was six gyms and probably 15 poker stops all within the building uh, it was absolutely bonkers um so there was people playing Pokemon Go everywhere. The little central seating areas were just taken over by people with their trading card folders. They were designated as the official trading areas. So you'd go there to trade your Pokemon cards. There was a section a bit further down that had a load of switches where people were, where they had Arceus to play. And they were also giving away hats of the three starters for the new game. So I've got, I, he said, which one do you want? I said, I'm not making that kind of decision now. Just give me whichever one you want. I'm not committing to my starter here and now based on a cardboard hat. Just give me one. So I got the green one. I don't know what any of, I don't know what I, any of their names are. I was I was a little bit disappointed I didn't get the Donald Duck rip off one, but I've got the I've got the green hat. Um so there was a section doing that. There was loads of like artwork and stuff around. I've never seen the XL as decorated for an event as it was for this one. They they really, really went for it. It's Pokemon stuff everywhere, photo opportunities everywhere. I think I put on Twitter 
it's it was like going to Pokemon Disneyland. There's Pokemon music playing the whole time while you're walking around. Everything is Pokemon themed. The the devil's transport outside, the cable cars are all Pokemon themed and I everything. A that, and I was wondering again whether they'll keep that over. It's just for this week, apparently. Uh, just for this week. Um, and then right at one end of the event, there's this massive archway um, that's completely decorated and themed for the uh, for the Pokemon Center, and that's where the Pokemon Center is, which is the shop, and that is huge. It's it took I was in there a good 30, 40 minutes just walking up and down the little streets that it's got set up in there, mooching through all the stuff, having a little old look. So there was there was lots of I probably spent bearing in mind I didn't have an actual ticket to the actual event. I was probably in there uh, two hours doing. The, the Pokemon Center, having a look on Pokemon Go, having a mooch through the trading stuff, getting my hat, and just... There was apparently a Pokemon Unite area that I went nowhere near. There was Pokken stuff in there, apparently, as well. So it's not just the trading card World Championships. The World Championships of everything are going on there this week. So you've got the Pokemon Go folk, you've got the video game folk, and apparently the Pokken lot are somewhere hidden in a corner as well. See, Pokken uh, and Unite, I don't really... I can't get my head around them. They're not. I don't feel like they're deep enough to warrant becoming a world champion. In, do you know what I mean? It's a bit like, you know, if you're into Unite, you're probably into League of Legends and all of that, which feel well, like... Well, it's like bigger. when we said if we were ever going to go to the Olympics, we'd do it playing beach volleyball. I imagine it's just an easy way to qualify for the world championships. You're not going to get to the world championships playing the trading card game unless you spend a lot of money on trading cards and spend a lot of time practicing. But I bet it's not that hard to get there to the... To the world championships are playing Pokken, surely, surely, probably not. I saw that uh, <laughs> the Pokemon Go uh, Go Battle tournament got delayed by hours because the game was glitching out, and I was like, "That is such a true to life experience of playing Go Battle." It apparently didn't work, and it took them a while to get it going. Um, I have been following it. I did take part in the uh, the codes they gave out online. I got my uh, Victini for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think there's a code floating around. If you put it in Pokemon Sword and Shield, you get a Victini, which is a legend from Gen 5, I want to say. Um, and there was a Pokemon Go code where I got that Pikachu that they were giving out down there. Um, and they did a task where you had to, I don't know, you, you got a load of bits and bobs. I think you had to pick a team and do some battles. But yeah, Pokemon Go has done a few things to celebrate it, which has been decent. So I feel like I have been involved. It's just... I feel like if I'd gone to the shop, I'd have probably just spent a lot of money on on a handful of plushes or something like that, um, and I wouldn't have got much for it. You could have got. A, I sent you a picture of a tie. I don't need it. Need a tie. I don't. I don't. They wear also ties. had. They also had dress socks. I got Anna casual socks. You did. They did also have <laughs> Pokemon dress socks. So you could have got some dress socks to What's wear with your tuxedo. Your I, um, Anna's Anna's ones have pictures on. Dress socks are basically black. With a very subtle little bit of Pokemon on them, I think. Ooh. So you can wear them with a suit without looking like a Wally. I'd have liked a bit of subtle Pokemon on there. That would have been good. Oh, there, there was there was a subtle Pokemon area. There was subtle Pokemon diaries and notebooks. And the, the amount of Sheepdog-style shoulder bags they've got with various Pokemon-themed things on. You, you could have gone down. Them. <laughs> I would have come down for that. I'm still looking well, for a bag. It's, it's open all weekend. You can drive down. I literally left home at 10 o'clock this morning... And if it hadn't been for traffic on the way home, would have been home by four o'clock. There's no need to book ahead. They just wave at it. When I when I got to the Pokemon Center, he said, "Have you booked, or are you just a walk in?" And I said, "Well, I've booked." And he didn't look. And I was there an hour before my slot. And apparently, he would have let me in if I was just a walk in anyway, because there was no queue. 
So you can just go in. Uh, I, I think anyone who's in easy commuting distance of central London who's remotely into Pokemon, particularly Pokemon Go, I think, you could spend the day there just doing all the Pokemon Go stuff and going to the Pokemon Center. And if you like the cards as well, you can have a little mooch through the trading area. And you don't need to wonder it. Apparently yesterday, if you went to the desk and you got there early enough, they did have some spectator passes set aside, which have been sold out online for ages. Um, but apparently if you'd have got there early yesterday, you could have got a spectator pass. But when I was there at about one o'clock this afternoon, they were they were done for the day. They had no I think, spare um, stuff. Sunday's going to be carnage because they mentioned in the opening ceremony, they were really cheeky. They talked about the event and they were like, oh, yeah, and uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, yeah, we'll, um, we'll be talking about them in the closing ceremony. And then they just moved on and everyone made this like, oh, sound in the crowd because they'd obviously been led along a bit there. Everyone's expecting some news. So uh, a few people I know have said to me, I'm going to try and get tickets for Sunday's thing. But they're apparently they're like rarest hen's teeth or whatever. And um, I imagine it'll be rammed on Sunday because people will want to hear that news live and whatever. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be like, oh, uh, there's another legend in it or something like that. There won't be. I don't think there'll be anything major, probably, but. Hopefully, hopefully well, it sounds like you need to go down tomorrow then. Go down on Saturday. Get yourself a, uh, a Pokemon satchel. Got my mum and dad visiting tomorrow. I can't. I did go they to... They all uh, love to go with you. <laughs> I did go to that London anime and gaming convention last week. Uh, and I did walk around there looking for a bag the entire time. Um, I am a bit of a plonker. You may have known. Yes, but, you are. Agreed. End um, of sentence. <laughs> I, I, I took my daughter and her friends down there. And when we walked through the door... Uh, they were there were signs that said like artist alley this way um there was like go downstairs for the for the hall and so i thought well we're on the artist alley shop uh, floor you know there's going to be cooler stuff there than the generic floor i'll drag them through that first so we walked through that they really enjoyed it they spent their money and then i took them downstairs to the the main bit as it were and we walked around there i was looking for a bag i was looking at things that you know, i might want to buy and couldn't really find anything that would suit me they all spent all of their money and then I said, okay, uh, apparently there's a tabletop gaming uh, level upstairs. Let's nip up there. We'd been in there probably just under two hours at this point. Uh, it was like this uh, Novotel hotel. It was quite nice in there. Uh, it was quite nicely sort of set out and everything. Um, they, had a, they had a band playing on stage. They had quite a few different stools. They had they had this really cool guy who, you, do you remember it went around online, uh, someone had drawn realistic Pokemon. So like, this is what Bulbasaur would look like if it was real. This is what Squirtle would look like if it was real. That that person was there and they'd done the whole like decks so and they were selling maps and pictures and all of this, which I didn't have the money for. You know, they were very expensive, uh, you know, to get the official stuff uh, framed in that. Um, so, uh, you know, I thought it was quite cool, but I, 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 the one, I bought one thing and that was, I, I went to buy it. They had a Pokeball on the side. Uh, it was like a Lego Pokeball. And I thought, oh, that looks like a beast ball. I might buy that. So I went over to the place. I'd like to buy this, please. She said, oh, I'll open it. See what's inside. I opened it. I had a Lapras inside. And I thought, hang on a minute. Hey, that's not a beast. Why has this beast ball got a Lapras in it? But anyway. So I was like, do I just like take this one? And she was like, well, no. We, we sell you the set to build it. And I kind of thought, I don't want to build it. I just wanted to buy it made. And she handed me it. And I was like, I don't really want this now. And I looked at the box and it's 600 freaking pieces. 600 pieces <laughs> of tiny bits of Lego to build this Lapras in the wrong ball. I, I bought it because she already put it in my hand. I've, <laughs> I paid for it. And I walked away going, well, I'm never going to build this. And uh, my wife... I had a me, tiny little Lego piece Charizard that I made. I don't know how many pieces that was. Uh, 
She said, my wife said, oh, you'll have to build it. You'll have to build it. You'll build it soon. And I'm like, I won't. So she might build it for me. <laughs> but I was so disappointed. But anyway, I, I, I took the uh, the teens up this escalator. I was like, right, well, we'll, we'll drive to the service station for some tea and then we'll uh, we'll go home. And we're all, I, I, I was quite relieved because we'd got there. I said to you before we were getting there for half one. I was quite nervous that I was worried they might be a bit like, oh, we don't want to go. Let's stay here till it closes at eight o'clock. And I was thinking, oh, God, I'm going to be here till 10. It's going to be a nightmare must have been about five and they're like yeah no, i've had a really good time this has been awesome and um my daughter's like i spent all my money i've got all this cool stuff she'd bought all this anime stuff we went in this tabletop room and it was actually the main room of the convention it was where all the tables were there were like a hundred plus stools there not t- no tabletop games which is weird the paper sign that said it was the tabletop room um yeah, I don't know what the hell that was, but when we went in there, it was actually the event. We'd missed the main floor. It'd be a bit like only going to the, you know, in Comic-Cons on two sides and one side's a little bit smaller, but it's got like more costumes and stuff that you can look at. It'd have been like going to only that side and not visiting the shop side of Comic-Con. So we spent another hour and a half walking around the shops while my daughter was just livid that she'd spent all her money in the other <laughs> other thing and missed all this stuff. Um, but one of the things that I thought, I was like, Kev needs to know about this, but in a pre-warning kind of, this is a fad that I think you'll find, it might pique your interest, but you'll hate it for the same reason I did. Do you remember those mystery boxes that we tried to shame on Mm. the internet? Um, My my daughter's friend was like, I'm going to buy one of these boxes. And I said, nah, trust me, they're an absolute (laughs) ripoff. So she didn't buy from this stall, but this stall had all these like different boxes, but they had different, IPs on them so there was like a uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion box that was like 30 quid and in there was mystery stuff related to that and then let's say there was a Pokemon box or a, you know whatever it's just hundreds of different ones but they're all different IPs and each box contains specific stuff to that IP and I was kind of like yeah well don't get involved in it anyway so then we went to a store that was selling big bags and it had the same thing and I was trying to convince her that it probably wasn't worth doing and in the end she was just like no do you know what I'm, I'm just going to get one and I was like well, I'm not your dad do what you want like I'm just telling you that me and a friend of mine did a video exposing these con people for the terrible stuff they sell and I was like and even if you get a good bag it doesn't mean they're all good it just means you got a good bag but when she got it I can't remember that she got it for some random anime and she got like a, a t-shirt for that anime a mouse pad for that anime a poster for that anime something else you know what i mean it was all it was just merch for this anime and i thought this is actually pretty clever this is actually pretty cool i don't know why they actually made it a uh a mystery they could have just sold it as get this bag of stuff that de- you know, dedicated to this anime but then i just kept thinking oh do i want to spend 30 quid on a neon genesis evangelion box i was just like i watched that the other week thought it was pretty good and i just kept thinking i, di- I didn't buy it you know what i'm like I- i'm very good at convincing myself i don't want something as much as i probably did want it but i left thinking i wish i'd got it and then i was thinking to myself if kev sees a box that's just so- you know i can't perceive what what would make you go i'm gonna buy it but there's bound to be something and if they're at comic-con later in the year or egx you you may be in some trouble if you start seeing a persona one let's say if you saw a persona 4 or persona 5 or whatever one you like the most box you know 30 quid if they're actually putting the stuff for the ip in the boxes Mm. now then that's that's acceptable. I don't mind doing that. The criticism we always had was you'd buy a Pokemon box and it was full of Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, that was what I said to her was I ended up with a four-generation-old Doctor Who iPhone case where she she actually got a decent set of stuff. So I was like, oh. As I say, I felt very much like we've, we've come out of that trough of terribleness. 
Uh, my daughter was insisting we on getting one. We fixed mystery boxes, apparently. I reckon we did. Um, but yeah, You're no, welcome, everybody. Yeah. So I only got the Pokeball, um, but it was fun hanging out with her and, and seeing all the other stuff. It was it was a decent little... Conv- I, I feel like if it had been a, more local to us, I'd have been saying, like, say it was within an hour of where we both lived, I'd have been saying we should go to this every year. It's quite fun. But I don't know whether I'd want to go to it every time. I don't think I'd want to drag you lot there for an event but it was it was fun i enjoyed it i i said to my daughter i might take her to the um november comic-con and she can probably maybe her friends come to that or whatever but uh yeah it it was all right i had fun but uh, i didn't we, we went to the gaming room on the way out and i think mgpx had more of a gaming footprint at it like, back in 2023 yeah I was like, what? (laughs) I said, yep. I said, yep, thinking you meant in the past when we did it last time. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like the last one. No, back next year. Okay. I'm up for that. Yeah, Hab's going to organise it. It's going to be great. What? It's going to be in Manchester. MGPX Manchester next year. You're organising it. Hey, good work, Pabby. On the topic... On the topic of conventions, before we move on, and sort of drifting us slightly towards gaming, because the Insomnia Gaming Festival is next weekend. I am there as a guest, and I'm going to be making my main stage convention debut. I've never been on the main stage before, so if you are going to be at Insomnia next weekend, um, Sunday the 28th of August, on the Insomnia stage, between 2.30 and 3.30, there's something called What's My Line?, which I've been told is apparently a panel show style thing where I am on a panel where there's going to be members of the audience come up and me and the other panellists, in a humorous fashion, have to try and guess what their job is. Apparently, it's very popular at these things, and I'm on it, so come along and laugh at everything I say so they invite me back for the next one, please. Um, If you're also going to be at the event on the Saturday, I will be mooching around the show floor. I'm going to be in the Creator Tavern doing meet-and-greet stuff as well. Um, so yeah, if you're at Insomnia next weekend, come and say hello to old Kev and make me look big time. So they asked me to do stuff like that again, because it's cool. I like doing stuff like that. We've got a football manager panel coming up at EGX as well, as well as the, uh, the neurodiversity panel coming to EGX. That's coming back to Comic-Con as well. Lots and lots of stuff going on, but they ask the more, the more stuff you lot laugh at while I'm doing in a good way, not not the way sometimes you laugh at the stuff I do, um, the more likely they are to ask for more stuff in the future. So what's my line? The insomnia stage, 2.30, Sunday the 28th of August. I expect all of you to be there. And if you're not there, I am going to need a note from either your doctor or your mother. So just be aware of that. Send them through to at RB6K on Twitter. <laughs> I, I encourage them to laugh extra hard because what oft, what what can also happen if you play it just right is Kev will become the de facto leader of it somehow and then someone will miss it and he'll invite me on it and then we fully take over it and it becomes an MGP panel. So, Well, the, the next slot on the main stage is for you because at 4.30 on the Insomnia stage is the Just Dance Showdown. So if oh. you're going to do anything, I assume that's the one that they're going to earmark you for <laughs> in the future. Well, Saturday, you need to go and take out the just answers and one of your panel members and then you need to give me a call and i need to just wing it down there or what you know up there wherever it is i don't even know where it is it's across um, it's birmingham it's at the neck is there one neck in birmingham or multiple necks there's there is just the one it is the national exhibition center there is one in the country if you put nec into your sat now that be the french you will one. find it 
The French one. <laughs> what about Wales or Scotland? Are they not different nations? Nah, they're not. They're basically counties, aren't they? I end up in Ireland. Probably. Should. I'm going to Wales in two weeks. I love Wales, really. You prefer dolphins, though. I do. Dolphins can talk. Whales just squirt. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just felt my eyes it. move to the side like I was looking up for an explanation to that. <laughs> I, I, was, if someone had been here, I'd have shared a look with them, but I looked at my fan. <laughs> and my fan just, just shrugged. Um, so are we moving on to games? Um, yeah, that that's my contribution over because all I've done this week is carry on playing Two Point Campus. Um, I've changed my on. I have changed my strategy entirely from last week when I was all I was all on Team One Star and move on. I have I've turned my back on that bunch of charlatans. I am now three star or nothing. I I am in the elite three star squad now and have gone back through three starring all of them. And I think I've got the final two to do. I think there's 10 in total. And I've three-starred most of them. And I've just got to do the last couple. And then I'll finally allow allow myself to play sandbox mode, which is the point where I've said I might stream it. I might stream sandbox mode. What's sandbox But probably mode? not. Well, you just get to do what you like. Just a free you know, college, basically. You well, build your you own just, uni. Yeah. yeah, you just get a bunch of land and some money. And you just build a university, however you feel like it. You're not trying to hit criteria. You don't have to run any particular courses or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, that that will be fun. But I want to learn everything before I get to that point. And unbelievably, there is new stuff that they throw at you on every one of these campuses so far. It's a surprisingly deep game. I'm probably, I've probably put 30 plus hours into this now over the last oh. couple of weeks. And I'm still learning new stuff every time I play it, which is... Awesome. Well, so as we were yeah, talking, it runs perfectly on the Steam Deck. I, I was telling you, I've got like a, a, a hundred million, a hundred thousand or whatever it was. And you were like, how did you get that? And I was like, I got to three stars and was there for like eight years. And you're like, oh, I was going for it doing yeah, well, one or two years. What, yeah, that's what made me want to start three starring them. And then once you get a little bit further into it, some of the some of the criteria for hitting three stars is like, I have a monthly profit of over $50,000. So that's quite hard to do on quite a small campus because your profits are usually nowhere near that so yeah i'm it's not unusual for me to be at somewhere for like eight or nine years to get to the point where i've three-starred everything and met all the criteria some of the stuff is really hard to do like getting getting to the point where you can do fifty thousand dollars of monthly profit whilst keeping your staff happiness above 75 percent and hygiene above 75 percent and just trying to do all that stuff at the same time because staff are usually quite happy if you give them a pay rise, but that makes it hard for you to make that level of profit. And it's uh, it's it is it's a clever little game. I very much enjoy it. I was finding that I sticking to the one star method meant all the levels felt a bit quick because I'd go, oh, I'm going to mainline the the thing they want. If the staff need to be happy, everyone gets a pay rise. Let's go. And you know that would be my answer. But yeah, I think similarly with Two Point Hospital, if you focused on on perfecting the building getting all the criteria right it does become like you say a deeper game um i haven't played as far into it as i would have expected to i was going to ask you in in into hospital you get to a point where you get like a 
there's a, a breakout and you have to catch people who are sick and all of this. Do they have anything like that in this one or is it just the knights attacking the school? Is that their equivalent? Um, there's natural disasters as well. So you have like earthquakes and stuff. Um, and when you go to the Hogwartsy kind of school, there's uh, the bad the bad witch puts curses on you and stuff. And there's, li- there's little bits and bobs. There's always little bits and bobs. Well, yeah, I've, I've played that too, and uh, it's it's fun. It's enjoyable. I keep thinking, do I want... Because Ollie asked if he could play it, and I was like, mm, I don't know if he'll get it, but there's no harm in him playing it. It's not got any kind of rudeness to it, has it? It's just, will he get the depth of it, or will he get annoyed? <laughs> um, I suppose I'll just let him have a crack at it. Is it. Do you know if it's on Xbox? Like, can it's you, on Xbox. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I suddenly thought, I, I'm saying this, he asked me about it, but I didn't... Uh, yeah, yeah I, Anna's been playing it on Xbox, haven't you? Hmm. And I'm guessing if it works on any Xbox, like on, it'll work on the Xbox One, sorry, yeah? Let's see why it wouldn't. I think uh. the whole point of Game Pass is everything runs on everything, isn't it? Mine's starting to die up. It's got a, it's had a seed, this is a bit of a time, but um, he stuck a Minecraft disc in it and the Xbox just ate it. And I read online there's a hole on the side of Xboxes you can poke a long, uh, like, thin piece of metal into and it will spit out the disc. And I am trying increasingly longer pieces of metal and pushing them further and further <laughs> into this xbox and none of them are working and i'm really really confused i found like a, a hairpin and i straightened it out and i stuck it in i've been told you only needed four centimeters but i must have been seven centimeters deep at one point and nothing was happening and i thought okay That's what she said something's going wrong here <laughs> so i'm i'm not really sure i don't really want to take it apart so i think i just don't have a disc drive on my xbox anymore that's how we're, we're living with that one. Oh, there you go you've moved on to a modern console yeah. then <laughs> I, I, I forgot discs ever existed i was like a minecraft disc what on earth does the that worst mean? thing is he said to me I, i'll just play the other version of minecraft that's on there then and i was like well, why were you putting the disc in and he said oh i don't know i just thought i wonder what, what what's different about it but kids are bizarre aren't they um i've not played much different other than that i've still been playing minecraft speaking of it but one thing i have done that's slightly different and i just thought warranted a conversation was that i uh i obviously i've been playing hollow knight a lot online and uh, you know trying to maximize that and one thing we did recently was install you're probably familiar with hamanchi have you heard of that it's like a a way to make sort of a, a private network between computers and we downloaded a mod for Hollow Knight, and then we were playing multiplayer Hollow Knight, so we were in the game together and could just gather around, jumping about, hit each other, whatever. Um, but it seemed really cool. I thought, I need to learn more about this, because if I can do this with old games, like, you know, the old, let's say, you know, the one that immediately came to mind for me with my friends was I really wanted to play Yuri's Revenge from Red Alert 2. Um, if I can get that together and make a Hemanshi game of that, as quickly and easily as Hollow Knight did it, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I'm wondering what other single player games can be turned into multiplayer games with this. There's like meant to be a uh, Among Us mode and all sorts on there. So yeah, I'm I'm excited just to perhaps we're planning on some game nights with that. We only probably spent about an hour or so, maybe an hour and a half playing with it, just just getting it working and setting it up and testing it. But we were able to because I've got this mod pack. I was able to just unlock all the moves and everything straight off the bat and and do some funky things with the game to try and make it more interesting. But I was like, oh, this is the first time I've ever modded a game properly and started doing really interesting things with it. Normally, the depth of my modding would be some sort of you know face pack or something, you know, the kind of mods you do on Football Manager, but maybe just 
tweaking a few games here and there. But this is full on. People have gone nuts with this, making their own games out of it entirely. And yeah, just having him anti in this pack was just a cool little experience to play with. Uh, it meant I had to go buy Hollow Knight on Steam for a fiver, uh, which I mean, wasn't much, obviously, but it means I own the game twice now. Um, what kind of monster would buy a game multiple times, Kevin? Anna? Only an uh, idiot. <laughs> but um, no, it's been fun playing that. And uh, yeah, as I say, I want to check out more. I want to see what else I can do with other games. I don't appreciate only me and Anna being targeted there. Pab's the biggest culprit for that. Does he really? I dare you. Yes, he does. I dare you. What, what How games? many times do you own Diablo, Pabby? One, two, four. <laughs> I don't know every system. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I think... I knew you did that. I didn't know Pab did that too. I just oh, thought yeah. he maybe owned it a couple... Oh, okay. All right, and Pub. The fact you don't do it makes you a bit weird. Yeah, You've now become it. a little less weird. <laughs> I start to fit in more. Um, oh, I also wanted to... <laughs> just to bring myself back down... Um, a little game turned ten the other day. A little, little, uh, little mobile phone game that's been uh, dear to my heart for about nine and three quarter years. After telling you that I didn't think it was very good, and you, you basically played it for the first what month that it came out, and then I've played it every month since. But Simpsons tapped out. Kev had its ten year uh, anniversary the other day. Gave gave a little uh, golden donut that you tap and it gives you some donuts to say thank you for playing. I was like... Oh, well, that was worth a decade of your life. I then you got a golden to, donut. I mentioned to my wife, I was like, oh, tapped out, just done its 10-year anniversary gift. And she was like, what a waste of your life, 10 years. <laughs> I said, yeah, I didn't realise it was older than my son. I didn't realise that you know, Ollie turns 10 in October. Um, I know that we had the chat about his... You know, we, we basically named him on the podcast, but to think that we've been doing this that long that I, I, I've been playing a game longer than I've known him kind of thing is is absurd. But uh, I do wonder how many times I've tapped it. I wish there was a tap counter in there because I bet it's a bloody lot. I bet there's a you know few million taps thrown into that. But uh, yeah, 10 years. Are there any other mobile games? I say this knowing that my son got Fruit Ninja today and I was like, I didn't know that was still available really. I would have thought that would have been retired. But uh, are there any mobile games you you've been playing for that long? Can I just ask? As a Twitter didn't that win game of all time or something at some point? I've been playing that for more than ten years. Have you? When did that come out? Um, I joined Twitter. Hold on, it says on your profile, February two thousand nine. Oh yeah, I got a thirteen year thing actually the other day pop up. Um, I think uh, I was on I was on Twitter before you existed. That's how long <laughs> I've been on Twitter. <laughs> Ah, uh, before I was born into your none life. of you, none of you three existed. None of you three had been cast when I joined Twitter. That's how long I've been on Twitter. You know you're an actor in my life. You ah, know that seems unlikely. <laughs> seems very likely. I, I mean, I can confirm it because I'm the only person I know is truly in existence. Therefore, you know, that's it. I mean, incredible. <laughs> um, but no, has any, I can't think of any other games that I've had on my phone that long or, or been into that long. Like, even Pokemon Go is only six. I think I'm... I've still got that app where you can pretend to drink a pint of beer. <laughs> <laughs> to just do it every now and again when you're feeling thirsty yeah. on, on a hot day. Yeah, or the one that's a Zippo lighter. Ludicrous. Or the, the bubble, bubble wrap. Yeah, all of these. These phone. are... These are top tier apps. Imagine getting in that early and just oh, we'd have been rich. Just a bubble pop him. 
but yeah, no, that's all I've been playing, and I just wanted to shout out to you know the number one mobile app on all good app stores. Excellent. Pab, for goodness' sake, put an advert in. Not for Simpsons tapped out. Excellent non-Simpsons related advert mm -hmm. there. Enjoyed it very much. Uh, somebody talk about video games that aren't on mobile phones. Oh, Anna, um... go on in because my games are on mobile phones. So. <clears throat> oh, Pab, for goodness' sake! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued. Um, I'm all ears, Pab, when we get to you. So... He's got Fortnite tapped out. Oh gosh, imagine. Um, so I was playing three point with with Kevin. I fell off that quite quickly. Just... You say three point? Yeah, three point. <laughs> I was, I'm a little. I want to play three today. point. <laughs> Two point university. Campus. Yeah. I had three point move, and I was like, "What on earth is three point move?" <laughs> I got to. That's our game. I got to the one. I think it was like robots and stuff, and I just got a bit bored because I didn't see the point in it. It wasn't. I don't know. I just. It didn't gel with me quite well. But Kevin was loving it. Every night he was either in his cupboard or in here on his Steam Deck playing it. So With Alan. With Alan, the, the footstool. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it to people. Kevin has... <laughs> does... People know about Alan, I I'm think. I'm sure they do. Um, and, I, yes, I was playing... What was it? <clears throat> Ghost of um, Toshima or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I came off that and um, I was like, I don't know what to. I'm bored. I like because I've played this so many times and I've always got to the same point and I just fall off it. I was going through the game pass and I was like, right, what can I play that I haven't played for a while? That is on this machine that has now made me buy an extra controller because this one is old and sticky. So now I've paid. The £72 for a new controller but I made it myself, I went on the Xbox design, that was fun oh, to do, yeah. yeah it's good that, it is good yeah <laughs> I am a little bit upset that you put Miss Lelujo on it rather than just Lelujo, <laughs> when I steal it it's, gonna it's weird. not yours, you've got like three controllers, I have one and like when when mm. it loses battery I have to go put it on charge and I have to wait, that's the only thing I don't like about Xbox controllers it's just the waiting, like... I'll swap the new one for a football <clears throat> manager one. I don't one. want a football manager one. I want mine. Uh... So mine is an orange front, bright orange front. The back is lime green. My back triggers are red. My <clears throat> front trigger things are like a turquoise. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> my sticks are also turquoise. And then the little... What is it? The pad, the up and down, the D pad is also a blue, but it's metallic, so that was an extra three pounds. And then <laughs> I got it engraved with my name because I know someone will try to steal it. I mean, and to I'll... him, it would just be a weird dog eyed grey <laughs> colour, wouldn't it? He wouldn't exactly. just benefit old colourblind over there. <laughs> Have a brown item for my brown life. <laughs> So, yeah, I just... I, I have had a bit of a brown life this week. I'm struggling again with toilet uh -oh. time. Oh. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were down to one hole again. Yeah, but that one hole is angry. <laughs> <laughs> you need to buy some anus salt, sir. Oh, yeah, he does smell really bad. Like, uh, it really is bad because he was in the middle, the, the middle... Um, 
That noise wasn't me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the, on the middle floor, and I'm in the front room, so there's like a hallway, and I could smell him in the living room. So I had to shut the door today. He's he sinks so to the bad. point where Anna sent me a TikTok of somebody having a really loud poo in a service station <laughs> toilet, and she sent it to me saying, "This isn't you, is it?" And I think she meant it. <laughs> If you want to drive to mine, uh, I mean, tomorrow night probably be a good night and just sit in my downstairs toilet with a window open while next door in the jacuzzi. I've got, you know, I feel like it's time. It'd be quite a good birthday present to just solve that problem. I think now you've publicly invited me for this purpose. It is probably manslaughter on your behalf if I come and do that. Manslaughter, brilliant. Yeah. Do you know, I probably shouldn't say this because I'm trying to be anonymous when I do it, but on Monday, I'm I'm doing a BBC radio interview uh, that's going to be put in the British Library <laughs> to, histor- <laughs> to historically immortalise my vendetta against my neighbours. I'm, I'm having a conversation with a lady who has lived next to her neighbours for 26 years and loves them, and I'm the opposite side of the debate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, they're, they're going to put it in a library. And I, if I want, how can to, that even be a debate? Surely it is. One of you's got good neighbours. One of you has rubbish neighbours. We're not going to talk... convince her. Her neighbours are bad. Surely we've got to talk for for forty five minutes about neighbours. Um, I don't even know why. I don't know if it's because neighbours is finishing. Toadfish Rebecca. Um, I mean, I might start by saying. Oh, wait, what? No, I thought this was about Stingray and Toadfish and just, like, (laughs) keep trying to guide the conversation to Paul Robinson and Harold Bishop. But, um, no, I just... Because I did that one the other year uh, about it during lockdown, they just just have me down on their file of facts of people as hates (laughs) neighbours. (laughs) <laughs> just ring me up when they want to do a story. That's how you're known within the BBC. Yeah, you're the so, guy who hates his neighbours. So um, I, they rang me and I was like, well, it's not going too bad now. Kind of, you know, they stopped doing it. And then um, she told me what it was for. And I was like, yeah, all right, go on. And to be fair, I was laying in bed last week and I could hear Michael Boublier outside. And I told him to shut up. And, uh, <laughs> and that is his neighbour. For anyone wondering, he lives next door to him. <laughs> he said he was just coming out of their party. But no, um, I, I thought it was coming from the other side of town. And then I, I you know, went downstairs to get myself some water. And all, I realised it was coming from next door's garden. I thought, right, this is going on that bloody radio interview. Um, apparently, I think it's going to be on Radio 4, like in a 10-minute segment. But the whole 45 minutes is going into the British Library. Oh, when is as this? a kind of historic moment. I don't know when it'll be on the radio, but recording it Monday morning. Um, but it's going to be, yeah, it's just going to be weird. I, I've really got to be careful. I don't want to say something that properly slags them off and then ruins oh, I my life somehow. With it. I would have um, lost my mind by now. It's uh, so the one thing um, I cannot abide is that. Oh. My kids have gone in the garden. I mean, they know we don't like it. My kids went in the garden. They went, excuse me, neighbour, can you turn it down, please? It's really annoying. <laughs> and they just turned it up to drown them out. Oh, like, no. That's quite funny. Um, you, yeah. sir, need to get yourself a drum kit. I mean, I'm pretty loud as it is. I did. I do think I need to be clear on this radio thing that, uh, you know, we're not a quiet family. Uh, but, um, no, I, I play System of a Down and all sorts back at them when it's really, you know, when I'm really having a struggle with it. I, I, I played that song, I Hate You So Much, right now just because the lyrics were very good <laughs> uh, getting the message I across. I do that to Kevin. <laughs> and... Um, some other song. I just was looking for songs with lyrics like "Shut up, stop making some." Do you know what I mean? Like, I just could. Uh, yeah, it went for a very passive-aggressive week or so um, of that. It didn't work. I mean, they probably just thought he's finally joining in with the loud music. 
Um, if you want to be passive aggressive, you need to get a T-shirt like the T-shirt I got this week that just says, sorry, I'm late. I didn't want to come on it, which I'm going to wear to every family event from now on. It's a good shout. It doesn't really help me unless I turn up to their garden parties. Um doesn't help either. And again, risky business <clears throat> saying this, but... Uh, oh, part- no one's listening. Part- we're, we're after the advert. Everyone's gone. Point. We had a they had a party the other week and uh one of my son's uh Senko people not Senko but like uh support staff from school was there and a lady who works at the schools and I just thought, Oh great, I hope they don't know us. I hope they notice us because I don't know we live here, do they? But we saw them getting out of the car and we were like, Why are people from his school here? And we're like, Oh good grief. Because everyone so knows everybody know. in Deepin. It's one of them places. You've narrowed, I mean, everyone knows we live in deep, but yeah, no, it is one of those places. It's it's <laughs> mildly concerning, but um, oh yeah, I can't wait to to slate them on national radio. I just feel like it's it's uh, last time it was local radio. It's leveling up. I'll be on BBC News next, and then who knows where. But uh, well, so that's talk- what Anna's played this yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you talking about again? <laughs> I know, I know, it's great, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I've bought a new controller because, like, Kevin was, I was like. I showed him, I was like, oh, it's so expensive. He's like, no, that's about how much they are now. And controllers are quite expensive. So I've paid like an extra 20 quid to have my own colours. So that's quite cool. Because like a new controller is like £59. I was astonished. Because I don't really buy controllers. Kevin buys me them for Christmas presents and stuff. So I've not had yes, to buy a controller for years. But yeah, that I was quite, I was like, oh gosh, okay. Um, so I bought one of them for the Xbox, so that's kind of cool. And this week I have um, started after, hold on, 20, uh, after eight years, <laughs> I've decided <laughs> to play Dragon Age Inquisition again. Oh. I know. I expect that one. Yeah, so it's on Xbox um, on the EA thought... Pass or something. When you said you, you you decided to play and then you went quiet and I just heard, I thought you were playing like a little war trumpet. <laughs> no, I was trying to figure like, out how many years. I was trying to figure out going 2014. Because like my last save on on this, on the Xbox, was 2014. And I was like, oh gosh, that's quite a long time. Because I remember playing it. And I'm sure I played it on the PlayStation first. So I must have at some point bought this or tried this in 2014 in some capacity to have a save from there i don't know if it's got like cross save or anything but anyway my last save for inquisition was 2014 and i've started from the start and i'm playing it again and very much enjoying it so this it's like it's like um a segmented open world so you have there's areas that you go to because you need there's like a big thing in the sky this big hole that you need to go and shut and you're the chosen one that has to go and shut it and like your areas are accessed via the war table and you can't just walk to these places you have to like fast travel from your base and then you have a like a a a part of an open world there's a big area and then you can go and do your missions in that but you can't go from like say i'm at the dark plains now you can't go back to skyhold just by walking there you have to do it via the big map you can't just walk there so that's kind of cool that it keeps it in a self-contained area that you're not getting 
lost and everything you do there is in that area so that's i like that because i know what i'm doing i don't have to go like travel across the world it's not like skyrim you know i mean skyrim is just a big map that you have to walk from one town to the other if you want to go for like the first time you go there you have to visit it before you can get a fast travel point there or like a carriage or whatever it is over there so i like the fact that it's just in a self-contained area and I can do what I need to do. I can come out of that area and go back in. Like today I've been playing this one area and there was a bridge that was broken and a cave that had caved in. And I can go to the war table and because you're the like the leader of the Inquisition, you have all these different teams that can go and do stuff. So I had like a team while I was at the world the war table, I had like one team while I was still there go and fix the bridge and like a minute later it comes like the bridge is fixed and I can go travel there immediately if I want to but I was like no wait a minute let's go and do the cave-in so I send a team to go and do the cave-in minute later they go they say yep that's open you can go there now and you just like you can instantly travel there from the the table so like you're not having to go oh, I need to go to this area like a light in the witcher you can't just fast travel instantly you have to go to like a signpost and sometimes if you're in the middle of nowhere and you want to fast travel back to a like a base area you have to go and find um like a signpost and sometimes that's annoying whereas this you can just go into the world map and then go straight back to like your main hub area and then go along with your game so i like that that's that's kind of cool. I did a puzzle today. So this game, you can just, like, I'm an archer. So I like to stay back from the fight and, and do my archer thing. But they also have this thing as where I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. But you can stop what's happening and you can um, command each character to go and do what it wants. And then, like, everything pauses. And you're like, say, your, your warrior goes up to the big one and... Um, you click hit, like hit the, the enemy. You can go to your mage and say, right, this is an ice creature, throw fire at it. Then you can go to like your rogue and say, right, go around the back and backstab him. And then you can advance time as, as fast or as slow as you want and everything happens the way you've done it. So you can strategize the way you like take on the battles. I don't personally use it because... I just shoot my arrow and let everybody else... Because they're all, like, very tanky. I'm like, just... You go over there. I just want to enjoy the story and explore the um, the environments. But they are all, like, very tanky and do what they think. But I had to do it today because there's, like, a puzzle underground. And, like, you had to pull a lever, turn a... Like, a turn... A, turn a, this key thing and turn like pull another lever so everything had to happen at the same time to get this one thing to happen and you did have to use this this pause system so you could like make every gave everyone a command to do so that it would work and i finally done it but i find it very irritating because sometimes it doesn't go the way you want it to go and that annoyed me but yeah i'm i'm just i'm just playing this the only thing that does do my head in is like this self-contained area Yes, you can explore and do what you want, but sometimes, just sometimes, th the further afield you go, sometimes the enemies are too hard and then you have to come out of that area 
do a different area and then go back to that area to clear the enemies that they because like at the start of this game I'm like what is happening I'm in the hinterlands I need to go up there to the red field the red cliff or red field like um manor and I can't get there because the enemies all, all had like schools next to their um like their health and I was like what is happening but then I read it, it's like yeah you you have to come out sometimes go and progress with the story get some more like levels up and then go back so I was like uh okay it's been a while since i played this game so i forgot but yeah i can't take on dragons yet the dragons are a little hard at the moment but i'm only level 13 and i've pretty much played this every day it, it is a problem but um my um saints row got dispatched today so hopefully that will come on what day are we on friday hopefully it will come on monday um, because we're away on Tuesday and it's out on Tuesday. So, fingers crossed it might come early, but but who knows. But yeah, I've got the new Saints Row coming. I haven't really looked into it, but it was like 48 quid when I um, pre-ordered it. I was like, it's the summer. There's nothing else I, I want to really put my money to. So, I'll give Saints Row a go. Because I liked 1 and 2. I didn't like... Was it... No, I liked 2 and 3... But I did not like for, I could not stand for, and then like, oh. what? You know what I did play a little bit of today. What did you play? I played a little, a tiny little smidgen, just in relation. I played a little bit of Agents of Mayhem. Oh, did you? <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not. No, it's, it's just fine. It, it didn't. I don't think it did. What? Who make it? Volition? Is it? Who makes it? Yeah, I think that sounds yeah, I, right. I don't think. It did as well as they wanted it to do. It is. Um, it's very. I don't know. How, I don't know how to describe it. Like you. It seems you have like to. Team based. Yeah. Yeah. Team based. Like for a little bit like I, Crackdown. I yes. felt a little bit like Crackdown. It, it just it it was set in the same. Didn't Saints, seem as goofy as well as. as yeah. As some of the. It was set in the Saints stuff. Row world, but just didn't have the same Saints Rowness yes. to it. So. The new one comes out on Tuesday. I'll give it a whirl because it's coming. Um, yeah, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't looked into any of the the media into it. I just want to put it in, play it. It's just goofy fun. But at the moment, yeah, Dragon Age is my jam at the moment. Because, like, I remember hearing from Bioware that the new one was going to come out and we, did, we didn't have one last generation. So hopefully... We'll get one this generation because I do like Dragon Age. It is it's a fun game because like, because they left. Um, in... Bioware got too busy making their silly shooter, didn't they? Well, you... well Anthem. Mm. Yeah, but they left Inquisition on such a cliffhanger. You're like, well, now what's going to happen? Because like it didn't because the all the games are inter intertwined. Like you've got Varric, who's in like I think at least two of them, and then like the ending of Inquisition you're like well that was unexpected what, what where is it going now like there's been nothing for 20, since 2014 nothing they have to like make a new one or at least be in production of one I really like need to know what happens and just you know but yes Inquisition has all I've been playing this week so over to Pab with his mobile games 
Abby! <laughs> hey, it's just technicality, because I didn't play it on mobile. Uh, Kev, Kev was right. Oh, whoever was right before saying we've been playing Fortnite. I've been playing Fortnite. I'm usually right. And I, I, Dragon Ball characters are in there now. There's a whole Dragon Ball quest. I put a little bit of money into it to get the Dragon Ball characters because I, I would be a, I'd be a hypocrite if I said that. I've always said if they, they put Dragon Ball characters in, I would buy them. Oh, I was like, wow. I've got always. to do it now. I've, I've said it to myself. Yeah, so. We've got, it's his motto, isn't it? Got, He's been saying it for 10 years. Yes. We've got a Goku. We've got a Vegeta. you got a Bulma. <laughs> Filthy Pab. Um, and yeah, it's, there is a whole quest line. There is, there is, um, it's, it's quests where it's, it's just like general Fortnite quests where it's like do certain damage or whatever it is, or do visit certain places. And there's also the, the Kame house is there and there's a capsule corp, I think from what I've seen and the capsule, capsule corp, like capsules get fired down on the map like periodically and they give you a nimbus cloud which works infinitely and is very frustrating because there's far too many on the map so what happens there you get the nimbus cloud you equip it and then you can you like throws you into the air and you can fly away on it um it acts like a, a glider essentially but you can cancel out of the glider and then not take damage so you can cancel out of it immediately and just drop to the ground and start attacking people very frustrating. Shouldn't really happen in my eyes, but it does. Uh, the other thing in there is a Kamehameha blast, which is insanely powerful and looks very cool. Uh, it's just got it's just got like a five second wind up on it. So if someone sees you doing it, you are in trouble. Um, but it's very cool. It's very cool. You are saying uh, words I don't understand. Yeah, people who people <laughs> who know what know what I'm talking about know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. Oh. And it's um, like I said, and if you don't, you're cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a whole like say battle. It's like a mini battle pass type thing in it. Um, like say you do challenges to earn. You're trying to find all the Dragon Balls. You find all seven Dragon Balls through doing the challenges. You'll get a Shenron glider. So that's the aim at the minute. To try and uh, get all the Dragon Balls. And that's what I've been playing all oh, week. I'm pretty sure I don't know where to look for the Dragon's Wolves, but Yeah. <laughs> well, let me know when you find them. Um, the only other thing I've played, I have been... <laughs> something else. Um, Overwatch Remix is out at the minute. There's a and there is a chance there was a chance to get a skin for Tracer, which was a skin that was in the comic book by Bab Star. And I was like, I kind of want to get this now. And I had two days to get it. So I played it all a Sunday to try and play it. I had to play like 28 games, I think, or something like that. Something stupid like that to play 28 games. I don't think I did, actually, because I think wins counted as two. Um, but I've been playing Overwatch again. And I've just been playing it with friends. And just it's been fun. It is genuinely a cool game to play at times. When you're winning anyway, at least. When you're losing, it's just annoying. It's like, why... Like you just start getting angry at your, at your team that are not playing the right characters and stuff, but that's just being salty about it. Um, <laughs> but 
I do like Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. Uh, I don't do like Fortnite. I do like Overwatch. I'm looking forward to Overwatch 2. See what they, how it changes. Um, but yeah, Overwatch has been... Like I say, I feel like I've played... I play at least. I feel like I've played at least 20 games at the weekend. And... Um, to, like it's varying results to playing different classes as well because predominantly I play medic classes healing um I can play some tank classes as well but I put on I selected the pick any category pick any class sort of thing and then I got put into the the attack class which never happens because uh, a friend of mine picked picked that I want to play attack. I All I want to do is play attack this round because we were annoyed at how bad the attack was in the previous game. And I want to say we sat there for 10 minutes, 10 minutes at least, maybe 15 minutes before we couldn't get into a game because you, are, if you if you pick tank or medic class, you'll pretty much get filtered into a game because everybody wants to play attack class. You get, basically, you pick attack class and you just go into a long queue of to, to get into a game and I think like we sat there for 10-15 minutes and we are just like ah oh, let's just play regular let's just go back into playing tank and I randomly got into a, a attack class and I didn't know what to do myself because I never play attack um so I played like the most spammy character the uh the young junk rat I think I played for most of the round just firing have a grenade launch with just lob lobbing grenades at people for a, an entire round and we won and oh watch is good I've not played it in a long time, but I do like Overwatch. Um, and other than that, that is pretty much it. I've not really played on the Steam Deck that much this week. I played, a, I played a bit of Rocket League. I, I wanted to play something with just not much stakes to it, like where I could have my iPad on and where I'm just listening to something in the background. I'm not really paying attention to... I can at listen to something or a podcast or something, and I can just play a game. And not have like have a deep story or anything like that. That's what I very much a Dewey game and Rocket League. I've been playing a little bit on, on there, and it works fine. It absolutely works fine for Rocket League. And uh, it's all in multiplayer games. I've been playing a lot recently. Just noticed that I've been playing a lot of multiplayer games. You're becoming a meathead in your old age. I know. I'm looking forward to Call of Duty and everything. Crazy. Goodness me. You need to get you need to get some road like road likes in your system. Get yourself back I back know. level. I know. I'll be back soon. Uh, but that is a lot. Get yourself a Metroidvania. We know how much you love them. <laughs> soon, soon. There we go. Well, I've just well, told you you can make a multiplayer Metroidvania earlier, Pabby. Sorry, Kev. Oh. I was trying to wrap things up. I know you were. just talking over me. What a monster. <laughs> Keeping us to a tight hour. Now we're over and it's his fault, everybody. Add that to your things to send to at RB6K this week. Complaints and doctor's notes. That's what he needs from you this week. Uh, but if you do want to follow us on the internet, you can follow us as a collective to find out all the latest details of MGPX 2023 as Pab announces them. You can follow us at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Miss Lelujo. And I'm at Pab1986. I've just realised when I'm doing the intro and the outro, I look right down the lens of my camera, and this isn't being filmed. <laughs> I wonder how long I've been doing that for. See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Toodle pip. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>